Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about one of the most powerful approaches to bring to any analysis. That is called zero-based thinking. Quite simply, it eliminates the emotions that often cloud our judgment. Zero-based thinking means going back to the starting point of a decision, but armed with the knowledge and perspective of hindsight. Knowing what you know now, would you rush out today and purchase those shares of General Electric or Boeing? Those Boeing shares have fallen over 60% in value so far this year. If you wouldn't rush out and buy them today, then I guess the question is, why are you holding on to those shares in your account today? Oh, I see. It's because you already hold them in the account and you don't want to crystallize a loss. By holding on to them, you remain in the hope that the stock might bounce back. That's not investing. That's speculating. That's hoping. That's not investing. A speculator speculates, a gambler gambles, and an investor invests. So if you wouldn't rush out and buy those shares today, then why are you still holding them? Well, it's not because the brokerage commission of five bucks is holding you back from trading out of the stock and perhaps buying them back at a later time when they actually meet your investment criteria. It's because your thinking is clouded by emotions, and zero-based thinking enables you to go back to your point of decision and make the right decision for today. The logic of the hold argument is confounded by the emotion wrapped up in the consequences of the decision, not the decision itself. I'm going to say that again because it's really important. The logic of the decision is confounded by the emotion wrapped up in the consequences of the decision, not the decision itself. So let's say you have an offer out on a property and you pass through the due diligence period. Perhaps the earnest money deposit has gone from refundable to non-refundable, and your lender is no longer offering the same terms as before. The viability of the project is unknown at this point. This is a moment to apply zero-based thinking. Applying what you know now, would you make the decision all over again to rush out and buy that property? You might have placed an offer on a hotel that's at 9% occupancy, or perhaps it's closed altogether. Would you rush out and buy that hotel today at the same price? knowing it's basically empty. We don't even know when it's going to reopen. You don't know which of the hotel staff will be with you when it comes time to reopen. How would you handle the negotiation with the seller if you knew that was the condition? The seller ultimately doesn't just want to hold on to your deposit money. They ultimately want to sell the property. A 1% deposit isn't going to really help them. So we've got a few choices. Would you try and close the deal as planned? Would you walk away from the deal altogether and forego the deposit? Or number three, would you renegotiate the terms of the deal? Maybe you could delay the closing, not just by a few weeks. We're talking about scheduling a new deal several months out when it becomes clear that the economy will justify the project. The seller, legally, might be able to argue that the buyer has failed to perform. But in truth, the failure has close to nothing to do with the buyer. It's the result of the market conditions that have clearly changed dramatically in a matter of weeks. There will be all kinds of mixed signals coming out over the coming weeks and months. Governments know that consumer confidence is key to restarting the economy. They will say things that create an optimistic future picture. They will clearly want to instill confidence in consumer spending. and Without that confidence, spending probably won't happen. I believe that you should listen to what people say, but more importantly, you've got to watch what they do. Yesterday, the stock market was up 1.5%, with investors betting that stimulus measures and the easing of the lockdown measures all over the world would help kickstart economic activity. Remember, the stock market is not the economy. That's a forward-looking bet. It's not investing. It's speculating. 
Investors make decisions with data. Yes, they take some calculated risk, but the emphasis is on the word calculated. That means making decisions with measured data. Today, we have very little data that we can actually count on. We don't know if the easing of social restrictions will cause a resurgence of the disease and yet another lockdown situation just a few weeks from now. Other places around the world that have attempted to ease restrictions have reimposed them shortly thereafter. And here's what few people are talking about. Government handouts are very easily accepted and they breed dependence faster than you can say the word paycheck. Those who have laid off employees will be slow to rehire them. And those who have taken government checks will be equally slow to give them up voluntarily. If you knew that 25% of the tenants in an apartment building had been laid off and are receiving unemployment benefits, then would you actually rush out and buy that building? If you knew there was going to be a 150-day moratorium on evictions and rent collections were running at two-thirds of normal, would you rush out and buy that building today at the same price? And if the answer is no, then difficult as it might seem, now is the time to renegotiate the deal. Whether that's a new deal or simply a delay of the existing deal, now is the time to apply zero-based thinking. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.